The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Before that, though, let's talk about taxi drivers who are waiting up to eight months to get licenses. So, despite a shortage of taxis out there, there's a 226 day wait on average between passing your skills test and a licence being issued. Timmy Dooley is a Fianna Fáil senator and a member of the Oireachtas Transport Committee. Timmy, what's happening? Yeah, it's a problem. Uh, some of it, I suppose, is a result of the pandemic, people getting out of the business and not getting back into it. Um, they've retired. Uh, and obviously there are new entrants who, who want to make a career out of it. So there's uh, a significant backlog. It's not good enough, quite frankly. Um, there are issues we've been told in relation to uh, checking out individuals, background checks, etc. Um, and what many of us have been calling for is a greater resource office to ensure that these delays don't take place because it is having a, a very significant impact, particularly in bigger cities, particularly in Dublin at weekends. Now that people are back at concerts, we've had matches during the summer, significant uh, attendance and crowds around the city, and uh, it's a problem. Um, it's also a problem for the people who want to make gainful employment out of it. Um, they're being they're being prevented from getting on with it. In many cases, they've already secured finance, they've a car on the road, uh, and they're ready to work, and the demand is there, so we have to try to get through it. And there's a number of other issues that are hitting taxi drivers as well. Um, as you know, there's a limit uh, on, on, on the age of a car that's now allowable um, at, at 10 years. And there are many taxi drivers whose cars were seven, eight years old entering the pandemic, and they did absolutely nothing for two years. So uh, the NTA are looking at extending that, something that we have been pushing on on the committee, that that period of time would be extended, because there's reasonably good grants there to assist taxi drivers in moving over to electric vehicles. But those of them that I'm talking to are saying we can't get access um, to new electric vehicles. There's there's a, a delay in the supply chain, some of it out of the pandemic, some of it as a result of uh, the war in Ukraine, which is impacting on uh, car parts. It's delaying uh, the delivery of, of cars mm. generally. So there's a, there's, a, there's a kind of a perfect storm that's hitting uh, the taxi industry at the minute. Um, I, the demand is there. Yeah. And there's people who want to work um, and there's a, a number of gaps. So we'd had them in before the committee recently and we are trying to Deal with the NTA and obviously uh, the Gardaí on the on, on the checks and clearance side um, in the carriage office to get that. Resolved. But and, and is it a question of diverting more resources to them, or is it just a, a question of priorities within the Gardaí and, and the NTA? Because I think people will appreciate a bit of a backlog once we came out of COVID, and obviously the backlog, say the passport office, got an awful lot of attention. Mm. By and large, they worked through that backlog and things back where they should be. But it, like we, we've been talking about a shortage of taxis here in this show for months on end. Yeah, no, it, it, it's a problem. Um, and of course, when you talk about reallocation of resources, you're, you're concerned that that has an impact somewhere else. So in my view, it's about increased resources, albeit for perhaps uh, a relatively short term. When things get back to a level of normality, there won't be perhaps the need for, 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 for those staffing levels. But I think it's necessary to bring in additional staff to address what, what needs to be done here um, because quite frankly you're preventing people from from, 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 from working and, and, and that's that's not good enough either and the demand is there as I said uh, people are there so there's a few things from the taxis, taxi driver's perspective that we need to address there's also I mean I had even in my own county of care I had a couple of limo drivers on to me who uh, do work around the tourism sector and ferrying people here and there and because their licence was out of date a relatively short period of time 
um, they now have to go back into a process and pay a lot more money to mm. re-establish the license. And that's that's a, a real disincentive. I mean, there should be uh, across all these agencies a recognition that we've come through a really difficult period um, and that there needs to be uh, a level of latitude um, that helps these people who, who, who in the main are hardworking, they're diligent, they deliver a wonderful service. They really are the bedrock of our service uh, system in this country, yeah. service industry, I should say, um, and we need to we, we, we need to encourage, support, and help them rather than having rules and regs that were there for a purpose, but in the current climate, are not fit for purpose. Yeah. We need to, to imagine, move them aside a little bit. Imagine the 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 limo driver there in Clare uh, waiting waiting for the last couple of years for the return of US tourists so they can ferry them from Shannon uh, out to play golf in, in Trump Beg or down to Waterville or Ballybunion or wherever it happens to be and then be told don't worry in about eight months time you'll have your licence back it's 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 not really worth uh, anything to them Sunil Sharp is with us as well Timmy spokesperson for Give Us The Night uh, Sunil like I'm, I'm conscious you and I have spoken about about Give Us The Night and the need for a nighttime economy and a task force and all of that and it seems there have been kind of positive progress uh, over the last little while in that regard but I mean it's hard to convince anybody to come into town at night if there's no way home. Yeah, it's the worst possible advertisements really for nightlife and for the nighttime economy and culture at night if people don't believe that they can get in and out of uh, their city or town safely. You know, definitely there's a there's a big a big um a big connection there between safety and uh, access to transport as well. And as we're seeing a lot now, definitely when it gets about 8 or 9 p.m. and after that time, and even just to talk about a city like Dublin now, it becomes increasingly difficult to get a taxi. I think often, though, you know, the taxi, and Timmy spoke about the, the taxi industry and the, the the quality of drivers and the service that that is, is on offer Um um, especially around other parts of the of the week as well. When it gets to this time of like late night or even evening time at weekends, uh, everyone tends to kind of start to point the finger at the taxi industry. And I think they get a very bad rap. And I think it's criticism sometimes is directed at them, maybe sometimes rather than the government, because, you know, the government do have, and in fairness to them, they have been making efforts to try to improve the, the rest of our public transport. I mean, taxi is taxis are a form of public transport and in fairness to the NTA as well, they have been forming new regulations that will help uh, improve the, the service to, to the public. But really where we need to see improvements as well is as we, with bus services and night links and Lewis and trains, you know. But in relation to taxis, I think we're at a stage now, it's almost like pre-deregulation. It's, it's back when we had we didn't have as many drivers um, on, the, uh, on the roads, on the streets at night. And I think, you know, a lot of people that would have gone out then um, versus people that are going out now, I think everyone's kind of experiencing the same thing. They're walking all the way home, and that's not a good thing. It's the worst possible advertisement for nightlife. I think the difference with now versus then is it's a lot um, it's a lot more expensive to socialise now, and I think a lot of people will be making, you know, a very easy decision, uh, as, as certainly as we get closer uh, to, to Christmas as well, when they need to be kind of uh, tightening their finances too. Mm. Will I go out? No, it's too much hassle. So really, this needs to be prioritised. And when I hear about eight eight months wait. I mean, I know that's for good reasons when we we need to correctly vet individuals coming into the trade. But as Timmy pointed out there as well, I mean, these are 
people that are ready to work and to keep them waiting this long is, is really unacceptable. And, and, and so the, the knock-on impact is felt by people doing business at night in city and town centres because already margins are tightening because of the increased input costs for them, be it food or drink or energy, whatever it happens to be. If they have fewer and fewer people coming in over the winter because it's a pain in the backside to get home, it's yeah, going to really hit them hard. Absolutely. I mean, whether it's pubs, restaurants, theatres, nightclubs, uh, shops as well. Some do open later into the night too. I mean, it's uh, transport is one of the first things that makes nightlife work. And I think, I mean, I've said it before. I think I may have said it on your show. If we, if we can make everything just if we can improve everything just a little bit, you know, we're not going to fix all of this overnight. We don't know how many people are going to come back into the taxi trade. Certainly a lot of people that work in it prefer, you know, many of them prefer working earlier in the day as well. There has been a hesitancy for some drivers to get into the into the later night um, stuff as well. So, I mean, I think, yeah, it is something we need to fix, but I think we need to look on the on our transport system and the, the overall transport service on a kind of broader level and not just pinpoint um, taxis. Again, you know, for to talk about the likes of um, Nike Links, for instance, you know, some of them, we are seeing improved services and it's actually gone beyond the mm. Nike Link system, but the Nike Link system is still in place and that might cut off at a certain time and depending what part of the city that you're in, you're not necessarily serviced by a, t- a 24-hour uh, bus. Uh, something that needs to be raised as well, and a lot of people probably experienced this recently, are buses that should be coming on time, that you would expect to come on time the way that they do during the, the day, but then don't come at all. You know, they, they actually don't come at all. And people are being left to wait, uh, to wait. I mean, there's a lot of staff as well, I've heard also, who will actually wait uh, in town for a number of hours before they actually uh, in, in, in getting ready for the, the next early bus that's going to start. So there's actually people hanging around in the in, in the city yeah. or, or wherever it is that they may be living, hoping that an early bus is go- so they're actually hanging around in town because they can't they can't get home at that particular time. You know, so it's uh, yeah. and then that's a, another problem as well is around intercounty travel. You know, a lot of people come to to to, to Dublin to to socialise. I don't want to make this to Dublin centres, but it's something that I experience and I see and I hear from yeah. people, you know, is that they they want to access the city. They might want to access another part of the country as well. But trying to get out of there at night then is, is another oh, challenge. Forget about it at night. I, I, I can get out on a train after, I think, half past six in the evening, uh, despite there being a track uh, all the way from Dublin to Kilkenny. Anyway, Sunil, thanks for your time. Sunil Sharp, spokesperson for Give Us the Night. Timmy Dooley is a Fianna Fáil senator, a member of the Oireachtas Transport Committee. Fred says, Uber, please, politicians, the arguments against it are weak and self interested it is safe efficient and clean it works wonderfully in lots of countries Fred thank you for that 53106 the number The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from 4 on News Talk